to own a jeep right i did i did why are jeep owners so annoying I, is it like all kinds of jeeps or jeeps like no the, actually oh, not a, not a, yeah not as you say that right? it's specifically the wranglers. i didn't have a wrangler you did not have a wrangler i had, I had, I had a jeep cherokee i had a jeep patriot so i had roofs on all my cars the wrangler specific the wrangler owners specifically like annoy me to no extent i think it's an energy you can't understand like because i can't understand how you cannot have doors or a roof in your car in houston like that's a hard energy. i don't i can't fathom the cars are constantly breaking down that and like you have no ac in houston like, what are you like what are you so proud about like oh and they never mention they never car they call it their car they're always like oh my jeep i gotta go in my jeep i gotta take a picture of my jeep i gotta go wash my jeep I feel like but I'm, like but like Grand Cherokee owners, like they don't fucking do that shit. They're yeah. like, oh, I gotta take my car out. It's a vehicle. It's a, like, it's a V. It's a vehicle. Yeah. But with a Wrangler, you gotta be make G. Hey, G. It's an energy that you just, I'm not gonna understand. I never understood it because, like, I just never get on a Wrangler because I, I need some kind of like shielding from the environment. And it's <laughs> not good. I don't, I can't just be out here with no doors. Coming to you live from Ed's living room, you're listening to Stick Your Take with Ed and Aaron. Yeah, we back. We up in this thing. Yep. Um, how was your week? It was cool. Um, I watched The Parent Trap the other day, but the remake version, the one with Lindsay Lohan, you know, her finest work. Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis, correct? No, that's Freaky Friday. Oh, I'm thinking about I'm talking about the Parent Trap where Lindsay Lohan played two people. Which one's the parent? What's the story of the Parent Trap? It's the Parent Trap is when is where these uh, parents get divorced and they have a they have a set of twins each played by Lindsay Lohan. Okay, and the twins get separated. They each parent takes a twin. Okay, and they don't and the twins don't meet each other till like at camp maybe, and they're like teens. They meet at camp and they realize, oh, we have the same mom and dad. This doesn't sound like legally ethical. Right. I'm, I, I was getting to my point. I was like, we don't really talk about how bad these parents were in this movie. Yeah, they separated the two kids? Yeah, they had a twin. They had, they had twins. And they didn't co-parent. They did not co-parent. They never, these twins never knew of each other's existence. They met at like a camp. Huh. Like one's British and one is American. And they're played both by Lindsay Lohan. Like I said, it's her finest acting job. In her entire career. Oh, like, mean like, girls. Mean girls. Oh, I still think Parent Trap tops that, though. You think so? Yeah. Mean Girls is like an iconic movie. Dude. It is. But, uh, uh, I, like, uh, and I'm not, I'm not taking, I'm not shading her on Mean Girls, but I think Parent Trap is it for me. Okay. But I'm saying, like, we don't, people talk about how awful these parents are because it's very, like, magical. Why were you watching this movie? It was just on yesterday. It was on the other day, and I watched it. Did you lose your remote? I did, partly. <laughs> And then I just got, I just, and then I just kind of got like sucked. It's not a, it's not a bad movie. But I mean, like, yeah, I could have changed it. I could have changed it, but it was like. So you like, you liked it. It was, it's a good movie. What was it on? What channel was it on? I want to say it was on Freeform, actually. What were you doing watching Freeform? Exactly, my form, my, my bro got stuck. <laughs> like, you know when you, so I, I think it was like ESPN. Yo, you going outside, bro? This, it, we gotta, we gotta let you back outside. <laughs> this is, this is bad. It's like when the remote is like someone hit the remote and I can't find it, so it just like got a someone hit the remote. No, it's like it, the remote got hit and it's like it skips past ESPN into free form. It's like, well, I can't, I can't find the remote. I'm looking for the remote, 
was supposed to be Paratrap. I was like, well, I'm just going to watch Paratrap. That's sad, bro. That's yeah. a really sad existence. Yeah. You need a new remote. That's, that's somewhere. I f- actually found it. Well, we need to get you a, a backup just in case. Your remote located. That would be helpful. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys, if you're listening, uh, Christmas is coming. Yeah. Buy Ed a remote locator so you can tag dope. it to his uh, remote and he never loses it again and That'd stuck watching Lindsay awesome. Lohan vehicles from 1998. Yes, please. please. <laughs> so I don't have to like, rehash how bad the parents were in that movie. What else did you watch this weekend? Or this week? Let's see. What else I watched? Anything week? good? Did you watch Mandalorian? I haven't watched that yet. Have you watched? Uh, have you finished watching The Boys? Yeah, I finished The Boys, though. How'd you like season two of The Boys? It's pretty good. Yeah? It was really good, actually. I watched it, yeah. It ended a while ago. Yeah, I haven't finished it. I haven't even started it, to be honest with you. Oh, man. I'm waiting. I don't know what I'm waiting for. Like, there's so many stuff for me to watch. There's so much. Yeah, there's so much to watch. Like, The Boys is just... It's a little overwhelming. Do you get overwhelmed when you, like, open up Netflix and you see all the shit that you haven't seen? You're just like, oh, God. I did a tunnel vision. Like, I just got to... I just pick one thing and, and, like... I I never because people find like show holes like they, you get out of the show and you're just like oh man I can't watch anything else. That's what that, that's what, <laughs> what? I've called yeah show holes show holes. It's like it sounds like a bad strip club. It does sound like a bad strip club. <laughs> show holes. That's all we do. We don't turn it. Just show your holes. Oh wait a second. Hold on. I remember this is funny because this happened like almost five years ago. So I'm driving with Rick to our buddy Kyle's wedding. And okay. it was in Bastrop. And in between, somewhere in between Houston and Austin, there's like this radio frequency. And we heard a we heard a commercial for this strip club that was so degrading and funny. We we almost considered like we should probably check this out. They were talking about we have the ugliest girls, the warmest beer, the most expensive drinks, and our seats are really uncomfortable. And we were like, "What is this place? <laughs> Middle of nowhere!" Like, so you know, like there's an there's a hint of truth to all of this, but at the same time, you were just like, "You got to have some pretty big balls to advertise how shitty your establishment is you in order to think that it's going to attract people coming through." You know, it's funny though. Hmm. I bet if you go there, it's fucking packed. I bet it's probably it's fucking wall to wall yeah, people. It's just el- asses and elbows. We came here for warm beer <laughs> in uncomfortable seats and ugly girls. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, what were we talking about? We're talking about show holes. <laughs> show holes. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we got to that. Have you gotten into a show hole recently? No, because there's so much like there's so much stuff to watch that you just kind of like go to the next thing. So I just. Yeah. It's like you'll see a show and it's like, oh man, it's over. But then it's like there's another show there they can just watch because there's so much stuff out there now. A lot of people talking about the Queen's Gambit. Oh, my, my girlfriend's not watching that. I didn't watch it yet, though. Oh, she, you're allowed to not watch stuff with her, but she's not allowed to. Or you're not allowed to watch stuff without her. You know how that goes. Yeah. Okay. I'm just checking. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know what the rule is. Yeah, it's very, it's very one sided. Um, it's very, uh, it's okay. pretty unfair. All right, but you know, I'm pretty sure I'm not alone of this. And and, and on this boat, <laughs> it's a pretty packed boat. That I'm in, so you know, I think people understand. Yeah, it's a life. My plight. Yeah, it's we we're we're all we're all in this together. All right. Um, I'm trying to think if I watched anything recently. Uh, no, I don't think I have. You haven't. I mean, I told you earlier I watched Drive, the movie Drive. Oh yeah, for the first time. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. It's like I said, style over substance. Very much style over substance. Like it's, it, but it, it, I'm I'm a I'm a big sucker for movies set in Los Angeles. Okay. Like I just think that for whatever reason directors and writers and cinematographers shoot Los Angeles like more beautifully than they shoot any other city. Right. So it's really 
kind of encapsulating whenever LA is a setting or a character in a movie. Like Swingers is one of my favorite movies of all time because right. LA is such an integral part of that story. Yeah, and it's also a pretty good story. But that version of LA is gone. Like a lot of those places either closed down or, you know, changed. Yeah. Drive is okay to watch like one time. I guess just to watch it, but people try to tell me how great it is and it's just like shut up yeah it's i don't not, need to see it again it's not great like it's don't don't do that like i, I get it's artistic <laughs> you know like i guess it's shot beautifully i get the cinematography is great but like it's not a good story i like, don't do that you have to do all that man like you're doing way too much yeah um how was the rest of your week uh you did anything cool did anything cool this week um you going outside i ran outside you ran? I, I try to run outside now just because I can be outside and yeah, it's like I, like I'll try to I try to get out as much as I can. Weather's I, beautiful. It is it's better than normal. Like mm. this is probably the best you'll get of Houston. So if you're ever in Houston, you need to be outside now because it's probably going to last like may. I give this maybe like three more weeks tops. Yeah, and it's going to get really weird outside. It's super weird. It's currently eighty four degrees. Yeah, it's already getting hot. Like it is. We're in November. We had one cool week. I was saying, like, I don't remember being a child and it being this warm in November. Like, I remember, I remember having way more days to wear jackets as a child, dude. I remember having way more days to wear jackets when I moved here in like seventeen years ago. Right? Like, I don't because this shit is happening fast. I'm just like, I was like, this is not a thing. I'm like, it's literally getting hotter. Yeah. Every I, year they record record numbers. I, I don't want to get into like the science of it all. Like I'm not gonna do all that right now. I'm just saying, like, when you were a child versus now, do you not remember wearing jackets for more days than now? Because like I, I probably wear like a big jacket, maybe in a winter, maybe I don't know, like 16 days out of the winter, maybe I'll do that, but it's it's weird. Like, it is weird. It's, it's weird. It's, it's hella hot right now, and it's November. Yeah, I don't like it. Like, you are Thanksgiving in shorts. We're a week away from Thanksgiving. Yeah, we're we? good. you're going to be in there in shorts. Shorts. Shorts in a tank. Yeah, because it's really warm, and you're going to eat a lot. You might get the meat sweats. It doesn't even really feel like it's going to be Thanksgiving, to be honest with you. With, you know, lockdown, the weather, it just doesn't feel right. Like, instead of having a whole turkey, I'm probably just going to have a turkey sandwich. Do that to yourself and listen to the cranberries and not even have cranberry sauce. Mm, you bit off, but don't do that to yourself. Don't go do the turkey sandwich thing. Don't do, do some, like do some stuffing and not even have some stuffing. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You're gonna fuck stuffing? No, I'm gonna fuck a turkey. That's a that's even how's that somehow that's worse. I don't know why that's worse. <laughs> fucking a turkey is worse than fucking stuffing because I, I feel like that you like it's like a duck that you're fucking a dead animal versus like an inanimate object. What if I put the stuffing in the turkey? Would that make it better? Actually, no. That makes it even worse than the other two. <laughs> like, I would never fuck a stuffing. I would never fuck a turkey. Okay, that's that, that's comforting. We didn't really get a chance to fully unleash ourselves. Hold on, wait a minute. Y'all thought we was finished. <laughs> Um, last week, we, of course, were joined by our guest, uh, Kamala, from the Mindfully Lifted Project. If you guys haven't checked that episode out, go do so. Um, but uh, you you were brown liquor-induced. Yeah. 
I was right. It was the first. It was a lot to celebrate that day. There was a lot to celebrate that day, and we. I and I felt bad because we we didn't, you know, given the time restrictions. Yeah. We didn't really get to everything that we wanted to get to. I felt like they hit the wrap it up box on me. I I did. Yeah, I was like, you'd wrap it up, B. <laughs> you'd wrap that shit up, B. Yeah, I was just like, it was like four years in the making. Yeah, but then like, like a phoenix, you rise from the ashes. Yep. Um. Oh. By the way, guys, uh, follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at State Your Take. Check out our playlist, the State Your Take list with Ed and Aaron on Spotify. And check out our merch store, the State Your Takeaway with Ed and Aaron. You've been very good at putting it on top of the hour. I've been, I've been trying to. Like, you've been, like, I don't know if the streak is, but it's, it's, it, but it's commendable. We're 13 minutes in, so we're still in the first quarter of the... Uh, yeah, no, like I'm saying, like the top of the hour, as yeah. far as episodes go, like, you're, you're on a streak. I don't know what the number is, but... Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Um, you guys can check out those links. They're, all of our links are in the highlights of our Instagram page, so check that out. However, let's just get to the shits. This nigga got cooked. He got cooked, Ed. Yeah. What happened to him? He got cooked. I sauteed. He sucks. And uh, he refuses to concede yeah in his loss so he won't go home he won't go home and well does he even have a home anymore what is his home probably like like uh, he had like a tower or something he did have a tower like i think he has some bubble place in like on florida mm-hmm. maybe he can go over there with the uh, with um with uh he can be there with a little pump little pimp you mean yeah, little pimp. They could be in the. They like he could he could do he could perform Gucci Gang for him, mm-hmm. and he could just like clap arrhythmically to Gucci Gang. Oh, Gucci and, Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. I appreciate Gucci a little bit. I see that I can pick a little pump doing doing the jerk. Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. Yeah, with the MAGA hat on and stuff. It'd be it'll be it'll be a good time. It'll be a good time. Uh, have you been seeing personally in your own life? Um a lot of pushback from the election results. Not from people that you don't know, but from people you actually, like on your timeline or anything like that. I've seen a, I've, I've seen a couple. I've seen a couple of reposts of things that's saying like, you know, about voter fraud. And stuff. Really? Yeah, I've seen, I've seen a few things. It's kind of it's like alarming to me that I just... Do you want to say who you saw it from? Do you want to name names? Nah. Why not? Nah. I mean, because you don't what? know them and it's not important. And honestly, like if somebody probably should have unfollowed a while ago, Oh yeah, but yeah, I just didn't because I'm lazy about that kind of thing. Sometimes, like yeah. it's just like sometimes you don't want, you don't unfollow people to like they make you unfollow them. It's like, oh, that's bad. Unfollow, like I, you just kind of forget. And yeah, this then I I think I unfollowed them after that. I was just like, oh, I forgot about you. Yeah, unfollow. Yeah, it's like seeing it's like seeing a roach, and that you just that that when when the lights are off and you're just like, ah, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Here with me again. Um, I haven't really been seeing a lot of you know, election fraud talk. But uh, I also don't really have a lot of people in my life that, you know, have like mental instability. (laughs) Is that what you said? Is that what you put it towards? Instability. It's got to be, right? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, what else could it be? I don't know. Like you became a advocate for voter fraud in this country when really and truly... Had it gone the other way, you would have said, oh, 
Now you see, that's America. It's a very like kindergarten rules, though. It's like either I win or they cheated. It's really like yeah. you're playing someone in a game, like in recess in like the first grade, and he's like this guy that never wants to lose. So he just kind of makes sure as he goes along. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's a great point. You said that, um, or I'm sorry, they said, not even they, he said in 2016 that he would accept the results of the election if he wins. (laughs) It's so weird. If he wins. So if he he didn't win, doesn't count. (laughs) But if he wins, totally fair. It's like playing with a toddler. It's like, the same it's time so this time. Weird. It's the same thing this time around. And people are just kind of going along with like other other grown adult people are just kind of going along with that idea. It's like, but you know what the problem is though? I don't actually. What like uh, I, I I don't know anything anymore. The problem is. <laughs> He got his ass cooked. Hey, he got cooked. Adrian, you didn't go down like that. Huh? He got cooked. He got cooked, and he doesn't know how to deal with it. I mean, just someone put up a uh, pretty interesting graphic of the 2016 election about the the win total for Trump versus Hillary. And um, what's her face? The old uh, Kellyanne Conway. She tweeted the she tweeted the graphic and she said, landslide, big victory. Oh, yeah. I saw this. And then somebody else posted this year's election. Elon Omar. That's right. It was. And it was the same election results, same number. Yeah, I know. Landslide, victory. And uh, it was like chef's kiss worthy perfection. No, it was great. I was like, damn, that's. Like, you could tell she might have been sitting on that one for a little while because she needed to wait for the number to hit like 305 or whatever the electoral votes is because it was beautifully executed. It's one of those kind of replies that if I got a reply back to me, I might break my phone. You would have to delete your account. Like you just have to like throw your phone across, hit, throw your phone at the wall. Because I was like, damn, that's that's four years in the making too. It's just mm-hmm. it's due to perfection. That's mm-hmm. flawless. It, it was it was flawless victory, fatality. Yeah, it was. Um, seeing a lot of fuckery though on the timeline. Uh, today was the Million MAGA March in Washington D.C. Right. Um, more like the twenty-five thousand. Maybe thirty thousand. It doesn't have March. the buzz of million mega Mar- of million mega march because you know it has because that because that has the buzz of the million man march, mm-hmm. and we all know that they take everything because they lack originality and all in all aspects of life. They really haven't had a good original idea ever. I mean, let me think. I can't even I can't even front though the red hat like that kind of took off. Did but the slogan itself is trash. Did Make it? America great again. I mean, but did it though? Like it was one of those. Well, the hat, the hat, you know, the hat became. I would say probably, the hat is, like you know how they do those uh, every year. Like time does the you know Mm -hmm. most interesting, most influential person of the year. Mm -hmm. You could put the the red hat on a list of being like an iconic symbol for the past four years. Yeah, right. It's the swastika. Yeah. No, in the same, almost in the same category. I mean, yeah, it's not like it's not like the the Nike swoosh. No, like, it's, not, it's not. It's not like let's let's put let's put the branding. Let's put the branding on the sides. Yeah, B to B. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Nike swoosh, Adidas three stripes mm-hmm. on this side. Swastika, Burning Cross, Mega Hat. Like, yeah, we could just do it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that that's that. I think that that counts. That that uh has legs, but um, they've they've not had a good idea on their own 
at all, have they? They kind of like co-opted racism. Yeah. They co-opted misogyny. They yeah. co-opted xenophobia. Yeah. They even get best on Twitter right now because like their hashtag is kind of like the pancakes now because of K-pop stands. Like the Mega Million March thing. Like we click on a lot of the hashtags, it's just like pancakes mm-hmm. because yeah. K-pop. Yeah, you can't uh, you can't look up Proud Boys without seeing some some gay love on there, some proud gay love on there. Oh yeah, they did that too. They did it again. They're man, they're flawless with their shit. It's it's got to be tough. So I understand now that there's a new social network out there specifically for conservatives. Word. It's called Parler. Wow. P a r l e r. And apparently, this is a free speech platform social network. Sounds like a real mayonnaise sandwich. I'm. Almost kind of curious to uh, check it out, just to see just to see what's on there. I don't even want it. I don't want it. You I don't want that. it either. But yeah. I kind of want to see what's on there. Um, not interested. You <laughs> like are? what? Like like what? What's that? Is that that's your, that's your mac and cheese? Oh, I was kind of pale. You can keep that. You can take that back to the kitchen. I don't want it. Two point eight million users mm. as of July twenty twenty. Feel like real vanilla. Let's Very. just see. So like uh, it was like a seasoning here. Let's just see for comparative. How many people are on Facebook? Ooh, do you want to take a guess on how many people are on Facebook? 2.8 million are on uh, Parler. How many do you want to guess are on Facebook? Uh, put a B instead of an M. Wow. Did you look this up beforehand? I didn't. I just guessed, though. 2.7 billion. Jesus. That's pretty good. I don't, how did you do that? Because I, I feel a lot of people are on Facebook. I, that, that just... That was, that you have was, a billion friends on Facebook? I, no. <laughs> <laughs> nowhere near that uh but yeah that's looking like that's, that's looking like a very lack of seasoning it's like it's like it's like twitter if they just put like salt and pepper mm-hmm. it's not seasoning you can keep it yeah no um no thanks so for those of you that don't know what parlor is uh parlor was started by this guy named john matz he's a ceo and he says that uh Parler is a social media app because people are that has uh, risen to prominence because people are quote tired of censorship by prominent Silicon Valley rivals. Is that what that is? San Francisco-based Twitter, for example, has labeled or removed more than 50, 50 of President Trump's tweets since election day. Now that's not his fault, right? That's Twitter's fault. Yeah, that's clearly platform error not user error it's not about that it's not it's not like we just say hey this motherfucker out here lying so we just can't be out here letting this fool out of y'all why is that such a hard concept for them to grasp like why is it always you're picking on us why isn't it we're fucking up i mean it's easier to blame you i guess right yeah, like, it's, it's easier. easier to blame you and say like oh, i'm fucking up shit but aren't they always the same ones that are saying like you should hold yourself accountable I think the thing that people understand was what was going on with Trump and the and like him trying to trying to delegitimize um, all these platforms that censor him is that when he came out with fake news, people don't understand how damaging that was to just to society because what Trump did and is doing with that is that he's making he's he's delegitimizing all forms of information that you get from like every kind of credible form of information he's making illegitimate. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you have a, when you have a, when you have like a, in a universe or an environment where you can't trust the news, 
that you can put anything you want out there and people and it's really hard to to um disprove it. He said that to that one reporter. He said, as long as I can convince people that every time you say something about me that's negative, it's wrong, mm-hmm. then I can control the narrative. Exactly. And that's what he, and, and it and it's been to our detriment. This this is why he's he, he can tell you that masks aren't are aren't effective or you know, he can say things like he can just spin whatever he wants to spin. That's why he can't even spin the thing about voter fraud, which is which has no legs or no proof behind it. And he's and it's getting so much traction because people don't trust the media anymore. And don't get me wrong, the media is flawed. Yeah. It's not perfect. I of think course. that like big conglomerates owning like like pe- people like GE owning the news is kind of it, it's problematic. Mm-hmm. So and they and they make errors, but it's like you can't get to a point where you just, you know, make the entire thing legit because there's no checks and balances on information anymore. Yeah, dude. And it's like it's all it's almost at that point too. It's almost the kind of thing that is like once the toothpaste is out of the tube, you can't put it back. Right. Like I don't know how the media regains the trust of certain Americans now that they've lost it in such a way. You can see it. Like you, you can see the frustration in some of the other networks towards Fox News, for example. Like when you watch CNN, it's like it feels like you're looking behind the curtain almost because they're, they're they're like talking to people at Fox News. It's like you're lying, and you know that you're lying, mm-hmm. and it's like it's like it's on site when I see you. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it's it's where like I really feel like I feel like if someone catches like I don't know uh, if if someone catches Sean Hannity on the block and like Chris Como's there, like I feel like it might be hands. Mm. <laughs> like it's just like who do you got in that fight? I got Como on that fight. Though. You see, he's fucking jacked. I got Como on that fight. I I, I, can't, I can't pick like Tucker Carlson taking anybody. Oof. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like if Tucker Carlson caught in these streets, like it's gonna be rough for him, dog. It's gonna be really bad for him. Like, like they're gonna be. I feel like they're gonna be at a news conference when this COVID thing's over, and then it's gonna be. And it's gonna be like Don Lemon and Chris Como just like is that is that Tucker? Are there any MMA fighters named Tucker that you know of off the top of your head? Nah, I don't think dudes named Tucker can fight. Nah, I think just it's just inherent, like it's in your DNA. Like once your parents decide you, they're gonna name you after an action that you do for bed sheets. Yeah, it's over for you. Yeah, like your face is like your like your name is Tucker, face fist face magnet. Mm-hmm. Carlson, like your that's like your fist is a face magnet. When your yeah. name is Tucker, like you just I'm here to get punched in the face. Yeah, you're basically uh you're like tube stick. Yeah. Um, I actually lied. I have been watching something. Okay. Uh, I've been watching this show, this documentary series called Trial 4 on Netflix. Have you heard of it? No. Bro. And this is like kind of a shout out to Netflix too because, you know, a few months ago, we, we, the nation as a whole, were very in tuned with what was going on in the criminal justice system and like how corrupt and how wrong it's been for so many people for so many years. People were like, very, yeah, like we need to do something about that. And then that kind of faded after a while once we started getting more focused on the election. But then here comes Netflix to say, no, 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 no. <laughs> Don't forget about this. Because this is the story of Sean Ellis. Sean Ellis was a 19 year old kid in Boston who got picked up for um, his, his cousins were murdered in their home. His two female cousins were, were murdered in the home and during that investigation there was a murder of a detective in boston 
And when they picked up Sean to ask him about what he knew about concerning his cousins, they asked him about the detective uh, that was murdered. And Sean unknowingly put himself at the crime scene because he was there that night. He was with his friend and he was with his, uh, his girlfriend to buy Pampers at the Walgreens while this cop was in his car sleeping. And this cop apparently was dirty, as dirty as they come. Like the kind of guy, they said at one point he had eight condominiums that he was renting out and a Corvette. (laughs) What are you, eight condominiums? Well, how do you get eight condominiums as a cop? Yikes. So, I mean, it's that. And then like, there was this, he's a part of this group, this task force that had like so, something over like 400 arrests or like 500 arrests and like 400 convictions. So he's, 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 he's shield. Yeah. He's the shield. Like he's that's, the shield. He's the shield. He's the shield. Gotcha. But like, he, but like there was also this funny moment when they were looking at the reports of the arrests and convictions and how often they found money with their drug busts. And like the average was like 60, maybe 70% of the time. And then these guys found money with their drugs like 20% of the time. Fucking Michael Chiklis. <laughs> like <laughs> it's exactly what it was. It's fucking Michael Chiklis. So like, you know, it, and it, it, Boston was Boston. This was in the 1980s, early nineties. And, you know, this this guy Sean, like he got railroaded for this hit for this crime. They tried him three times before they were able to convince a jury to convict him. Spent twenty two years in prison. At some point, he was able to find this tape of this lawyer, uh, this defense attorney, that got this other guy off for another crime that he did not commit that he was spent time for, and he was like, "I need that attorney to." work on my case and she's been she was working on his case and then eventually like you know spoiler alert whatever the fuck but uh you know he 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 was able to you know at least post bail so that they could work on this with without him being behind bars okay but man oh man you want to talk about you remember you remember that moment in making a murderer the first season when the police force became like public enemy number one. Like everybody hated that particular police force. Yeah. There's a moment in this series where you're just like, how the fuck did these guys, like, how do they even have jobs? He says Chicago, right? Boston. Boston. Yeah. It's... Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And they, they, you know, they talk about the race. They talk about the history of the Irish in Boston and how they, um, you know, became so prominent. And it's just, it's a really great watch. It's a great documentary. It's frustrating as hell. It's going to make you upset. And there's a couple of moments where I got really emotional because this guy, Sean, looks a lot like my cousin. Like to the same type of glasses that they wear, dude. Like it was, it's fucking freaky. And it's just a reminder that it can happen to anybody. That's, but that's kind of, that is a sentiment when everyone went to the polls. Like when you think about this kind of stuff, when you see, when you see like a Maude Arbery, when you see Jacob Blake, like there's no commonality between any of these people in terms of like in terms of like 
when black people see them. Like, there's no through line that says, like, this is person, like that person, like that person, like that person. They're all so different. And they all meet the same fate under the same institutions. Mm -hmm. So it's like when we see it, it's like a fucked up lottery, basically. It's like, this could be any of us at any moment. Yeah. You know, like, or even that guy that's, I forgot, I can't think of his name, but the guy who's like a trainer who's like actually trying to advocate for cops and then got shot at like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was Jonathan uh, Taylor. I think his name was. I think so. Yeah, that was in. Uh, what was it? Was in Texas? It, yeah, it was in San Antonio. I think. I don't think it was San Antonio, but it was in Texas. But yeah, it was in like, Texas. he was he was the guy that was like advocating for you know the cops, and then he was trying to break up a fight, and then he got cop, and he got shot. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like it can really be even if we're on your side, it could still be us. Like it doesn't. Yeah. You know. I definitely recommend watching this. Um. I think it's six or seven episodes. I can't. I don't know. I didn't look at see how many it was, yeah. but uh, it's really compelling. That's that. That's the thing that's wild about the selection, though. Too, it's like, you know, we're told when, like, when, whenever there's going on with the protest and everyone was rioting, um, you know, the the argument was like, why do you have to riot? Why do you have to go against the systems that are in place? And you know, and and and, and like a lot of the movements got a lot of backlash for the rioting mm-hmm. and it's like this election is another example of why we can't trust your systems it's like when we protest like kneel at a game you know look at what you do Facts. you know it's like or when we you know when we try to you know walk peacefully like look at what you do and it's like even now to the point that like we like the minority vote came out in droves mm-hmm. more so than it's ever come out before to tell you like our displeasure through your systems. Yeah. Like we spoke, we made our voice heard through your systems, through your channels that you like to put out there to say like, if you are, if you are unhappy with what's going on, like please come like you should go vote. And we voted. Yeah. Like, we've never voted before. And now we voted and said, we don't want a fascist in office. Look at what you do. Here you go again, moving the goalposts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. saying that the votes don't count. Right, saying that they don't count. Like, how can you... This is, like, the biggest voter turnout in history, I think. Yeah. And you're telling them they don't count? Yeah. You're just going to sit there and try to... Move in the goalposts again. Move the goalposts or discount what voices can and can't be heard or should right. or shouldn't be heard. Right. This is why we riot. Because when we go through the proper channels, it, it's invalidated. This is This is also why they fight so hard for the status quo to remain the same because the moment that things start to become a little bit more fair, that everything changes. Like let's just take gerrymandering for example. Like if they started divvying up the districts, the way that they should actually look versus the way that they do look, so many people would be out of a job. So many people would be getting voted out or not even getting a chance to run simply yeah. because they don't represent the audience or the the what's the word the constituents yeah. that they represent yeah you know what I'm saying right but they don't want to do that they don't want to change things and it's weird because it's like when I say when we say it's a fair election like I say fair in air quotes because it's like you said the gerrymandering and everything that goes on with this voter suppression that goes on with with voting mm-hmm. and even with all that going on like you still got their response you got in terms of the votes that came out yep and it's like you're still trying to invalidate those votes in the midst of all that and i think y'all and it's like the country was playing on fire though because like the like i said the man one of the building blocks of 
the United States is a fair election. Yeah. And it's like you're sowing doubt into your election system with no basis of fraud. Mm-hmm. So you know, I don't understand like how fragile the you're messing with the fabric of this nation when you do that. Mm-hmm. Because once that's out the window, it's like you don't know what's what anymore. It's yeah. like you can't yeah. trust any elected leaders after that. So you're you really fuck with the foundation of this nation when you do that, and you're doing it for 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 this orange buffoon. Like this is why you do it. Yeah, you really just tear down the fabric of your entire nation for this guy, for this guy. Yeah. Uh... The slipperiest of slopes. Like, yeah, I gotta get serious. Like, oh, this they're, guy? They're, they're deathly serious. Which is this the, guy, though. That's like, the scariest part. Like, y'all, y'all did all, y'all, y'all did, y'all went through all this work stealing this nation from Native Americans and building it on the backs of slaves to just, just, just flush it all for this guy? Mm, yeah. It seems like a lot of work wasted or a lot of, like, work stolen and then wasted after you stole it. It's gonna be interesting to see the fallout from all this. I mean, like yeah. Trump, like Trumpism, like how strong do you think it runs? He's a symptom after all, but like after all of this, I mean, I said, I think it still runs strong. Like he's a pulse. Like I think it, I think it's still going to go. Like it's going to run. You know what I mean? It's going to be like, it's one of those things where it's going to take a massive other group thing type of movement to move him out of the way. Like he's not going to just fade into obscurity because mm-hmm. he, for, for one, he won't allow himself to, he's always going to be in, your, in many people's faces. Right. So it's one of those things where it's like, there has to be another movement to over, it has to be a bigger wave to overwash his wave for it to happen. Yeah. So he's going to be around for a minute. I hate to, I hate to break to people. Well, that's a bummer. Sorry. I mean, I just got, I, I, I can't lie to you out here. You know what I mean? What's the worst job you've ever had? I mean, that's tough. I've had a couple of bad ones. What are the worst ones? Okay. Um, Let's just go through the history. Like, what was your first job? My first job was a, I was a sacker at Randall's. Okay. I was a grocery sacker at Randall's. Um, How old were you? I was like 16. Okay. And I got that job there. Yeah. And I remember, like, they were just very, um, they made they they made getting carts seem serious more serious than it actually was. Like I knew it wasn't a big deal. Like it was like, even though I'm 16, it's like I'm not fucking more. Like these are just carts. Like this isn't this isn't like this is nothing. Like you're trying to make me think like this is like a big deal. And it's like it's fucking nothing. Like it's it was actually the rentals that used to be at 24 Hour Fitness. Oh okay. That's where I used to work. Like it was. So it you was had there. to run out to the parking lot and get carts. Yeah, like every what, every thirty minutes or so. Like whenever there are carts out there, like it was like I like I sat groceries and I would go like, and then would have people carts go out like thirty minutes maybe. Was this like, before or after the cart return was established? What do you mean the uh, the little cart return place? Oh, like, I know? think it was like during actually. Like oh, okay. I remember like they didn't have it at first, and then they had it like oh while yeah I was there yeah. No, so that, was like, a, that was a big thing. Like it was a big thing, up. and no one ever used them. So it was it was it was it was kind of it was a thing that was kind of a thing, but it wasn't a thing. It's not a thing. Nobody uses them. Yeah, it was convenient because like they weren't all out in the parking lot. Yeah, but there was a lot out in the parking lot. My first job, I was a maintenance man at a, the community pool. Oh, are you? Yeah, so I was in charge of cleaning everything up. That sounds kind of gross. Every thing that could come out of a human being out of any hole, I seen it, <laughs> and I had to clean it up. Is that, is that your first? Is that your worst job? Is that your first job? Uh, not my worst job, but I haven't okay. had very many like outstanding jobs like, i mean yeah most of my jobs were pretty Same. shit um the only reason that you kind of stay at jobs after a while is because of the people that you work with yeah so no most jobs i had were pretty pretty shit yeah um what'd you do after a sack and groceries no yeah after 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 i left kroger after i left it wasn't rent it was 
It was Randall's. Yeah. It was the first one. And when I left Randall's, um, it was a, uh, it was funny because like I just stopped showing up there. <laughs> yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. As a yeah, I just stopped showing up. Like I just stopped showing up, and it was like I think I want to say I stopped showing up like, in February. Uh-huh. And then I think April they called me and they said, "Are you coming to work?" And I was like, "No." Oh, I have a funny story about this. Okay, so I went in for a serving job one time. You remember the comedian Carlos Mencia? Yeah. So he tried to have a restaurant here in uh, it was in Uptown. It was a oh yeah, I do remember that Mencia. Yeah. It was Mencia's. I don't remember it was what it, Mencia's? I don't remember what it was called. I think I remember that it happening. Was, it was in it was in the gallery area. I remember that being a thing. And yeah. I went in for the interview. And I actually got, I met him. Like he was at the restaurant when I was there. Oh. And he introduced himself. It was funny because <laughs> the girl who was interviewing me, who was like the general manager, she was like, Oh, do you want to meet Ned? Because Ned was like his actual name. Oh, wow. I didn't like, know that. Yeah. His, his real name's not Carlos. Wow. But his name, his name is like Ned. And he, I don't even think he's Mexican. Jesus. So, what? Yeah. No way. No, I'm serious. No, I, yeah, I looked it up now. I'm like, looking he, it up. Yeah. Like he, you, you can't just go and put, and put down this dude's name like he's not even Mexican. Yeah, no. His name uh his name is Ned Arnell Mencia. Okay. Uh he's Honduran. Okay. So he's not Mexican. So he's geez, Okay. Man. But anyway. Oh, okay. Um she's like, "Oh, do you want to meet Ned?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." I was like, "I didn't know who the fuck Ned was." And I looked over and it's Carlos Mencia and he comes over and he shakes my hand. He's like, "Carlos." Like he introduced himself as Carlos, but everybody else knows it was fucking Ned. It was hilarious. <laughs> anyway, uh, I interviewed for this job, and I didn't get the job. Like I never got the call back, so it was fine, whatever, no big deal. But then, like weeks later, I'm at home and I'm sitting on my computer, and I get a phone call, and they're like, "Hey, this is so and so from the restaurant. Like, are you coming in tonight?" And I was like, "No." They're like, "Well, you're on the schedule," and I was like, "I've never worked there." <laughs> And they're like, you've never been here before. And I was like, no, I went in for an interview and you guys never called me back. And they were like, okay, bye. So that's like kind of a microcosm of what it is to work in a restaurant industry. industry. But continue. You were at a... Yeah, the same situation where they said like two months later, they asked, like, you're coming to work? I was like, no. They're like, we well, have it on schedule, so you're coming in. I was like, I, and I was like, you still put me on a schedule? Like, I've been there two months. You still getting a check, though? No, because oh. I haven't, I haven't looked like an hour's in. I'm not there. You know oh, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So, yeah, I was, I was hourly at the time. Yeah. So, it was like, yeah. That, but they were just like, come in. I was like, no. <laughs> no, that's not happening. Okay. So, what did you do afterwards? Uh, I ended up working at Party City. Party City? Yeah. You worked at Party City? Uh-huh. Why did I not know that? Yeah, what did you do at Party City? I mean, I just uh, I just stocked shelves. It was like one of the easiest jobs I've ever had. Honestly. Was it that one that would that was off of... Uh, Highway six. Highway six. Yeah, I was supposed to, yeah. It, it was, was that one. one. It was that one. <laughs> I was there for a few months. Uh, I actually, I think, uh, I think one of my buddies worked. Well, that one's not there anymore. They moved it. Yeah. But uh, I think my buddy works over there now. Did he? I think so. Okay. Um, it was, wh- it was easy at shop. Like, what'd you do? I would just like stock shelves and fucking eat candy and shit. Yeah. Like it was. That was like I, I wore. I wore a vest. <laughs> like, guys. did you? Uh, did you get high off the helium? I did. No, I didn't get half it, but I did play with it. You did, I, right? I, I, you did, had to, right? I did play with it. Yeah, I didn't get half it though, but I, I would do it every now and again. I would I, love to hear what your voice sounds like on helium. Oh, I don't know. I I don't remember what it sounds we like. We should do that one day. We should do a whole episode on helium. Oh my god! <laughs> I think like why would you why would you want to torture people like? Uh, I don't know. That seems like that's it's not really a thank you to people that listen to us. No, it's not. It's really kind of fucked up, actually. Did you like working at Party City? It was cool. Like I like I said, it was like it was a really easy ass job. 
Yeah. I, I, I ended up getting fired. I don't even know why. Like, I think, like, it was weird because I had a confirmation mm-hmm. because Catholic. And they told me that. And, like, I, I remember putting on the thing, like, I have a confirmation. I can't come in today. Mm-hmm. And I put it on the schedule. But apparently they put me on the schedule. But they said that I, I, that I didn't do that. Oh, they love um, pulling that. Move. Yeah, and they're like, "Well, you're like, well, you're Mrs. Day," and now, and it was like, and I was like, on my confirmation, they called and I, and they told me I couldn't. I was fired. I, I was like, eh, okay. it's not a big deal now. Yeah, but I was like, it's kind of fucked up. It is fucked up at the time. Yeah. It was really shitty. It is shitty. Uh, my second job, I was working at. I worked at an ice cream scoop. <laughs> at Amy's ice cream. Oh, this was an awesome fucking. Job. I loved Amy's, dude. Amy's is the shit. It's such a great place. Um, awesome job. Had awesome coworkers. This was actually the first time one of my coworkers, one of my coworkers, he was uh, a little bit of a space cadet. And one night he was like, "Hey, can you give me a ride to this spot?" He's like, "I got to go meet this guy," and like almost verbatim, like that's what he said. And I was just like, "Yeah, sure, no problem." Like, <laughs> not even thinking about what it could be. I remember we drove down to these apartment complexes, which I ended up recognizing because I dated a girl who stayed there, but I'm not going to mention which ones, but they're kind of shady. And um, he was like, I'm going to go in. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, I'll be right back. And I'm just going to meet this guy. He said, I, mean, I have to go to a place and meet a guy. Go to a place like, and sure. meet a guy. Yeah. And Man, like, you are so plucky. <laughs> At some point in your life, I was you were a different just so kid. plucky. Like, yeah, sure. What's going to go wrong here? <laughs> I was a different dude, man. I was a I'm just going to take this guy to a place and meet a guy. I don't even, I'll be right back. It's, oh, my God. It's a different time, man. You were so plucky, man. Yeah. And so uh, he goes in, right? It's like outside. It's like outside apartments. Like you walk in and there's like, you know, like the courtyard area or whatever the fuck. And then you see like all the, you know, outside whatever shit. Yeah. So he goes up the stairs and he goes up to the second floor. <laughs> he walks in and I'm just kind of hanging out and, you know, just there's nobody else around. Like there's nobody else outside. It's night. It's like maybe 10, 11 o'clock at night. So not super late, but late enough. Maybe six, seven minutes go by. And this dude boom, rushes out of the house, rushes out of the apartment, runs down the stairs like, we got to go. And I was just like, oh, okay. I didn't even look back behind us. I didn't hear anything. I didn't see anything. But he made it a very clear point that he wanted to get out of there fast. So, but that was, uh, that was probably like the worst experience there. Also, 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 weird moment. Ended up going on a date with this other girl that worked there, right? Uh-huh. We went to the movies. And uh, at some point in the night, she was like, uh, I got to go. I got a bad feeling. And I was like, okay. So I drop her back off at her car, back at, the, uh, at Amy's. And the next day, she was like, I can't really hang out with you anymore. And I was like, why? What happened? And she's like, well, my parents followed us last night. And I was like, what? She was like, yeah, my parents, like, I came home. They knew everything that we did. They knew every, everywhere that we went. They knew how long we were there. They don't really want me hanging out with anybody anymore. And I was like, this is a very weird way of saying <laughs> that you don't want to hang out with somebody anymore. But I was just like, oh, okay, that's, I guess that's fine. But I, I was like, 
this is i was like now that i think about it very weird place met a lot of strange characters there i mean but that's like literally when you look at the staff at aim when i, when I look across the counter at the staff at amy's this doesn't surprise me at no, all. no 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 none doesn't. of it surprises it me. shouldn't surprise you none of it's like if anyone's ever been to amy's ice cream this is all this is all track it's all, <laughs> all it's also track like, i was like because i'm just like uh-huh yeah uh-huh uh-huh <laughs> other than that though no i'm like you see me i'm never i haven't been shocked once no. I'm just like, uh-huh. other than that though uh-huh. it was a great job like mm-hmm. Really fun. Drove to a place to meet a guy. Uh huh. Drove to a place, met a guy. Got followed by someone's parents. Uh huh. Makes sense. Yeah, it all tracks. It all tracks for Amy for Amy's ice cream shop. Great ice cream though. Great ice cream. Love it. Just the heartiest of ice cream. Yeah, it's so great. But yeah, none of this is surprising to me. All right. So tell me your worst job. All right. The worst job I've ever had was at Blockbuster Video. Okay. I can see Blockbuster this. Blockbuster Video. I can almost. And I, I can I can paint you why. I think I've probably told the story before. Isn't this the, the story? Isn't this the same place of the your boss that had really bad breath? Yes. Okay. That's one of the many places. That's one of the things that was there. That's where I met the ugliest woman in life. <laughs> like in my life, time I've ever met. Like yeah. She's just really just gross. Like it's, she's like cartoon character gross. Ugh. Like, I, like, I was, like I said before, she her name was Janet, but she went by Janae. Even though her name was actually Janet, like th- th- it was the thing she wanted to do with her name. There was no accent over the. There was no uh, accent over the. the, 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 or the like no, it was just her name was Janet. Or Miss. Yeah, no, it was okay. just Janet. It was just Janet. It was just Janet. Um, she, um, she had very coarse leg hair. Come on, and, I mean, how would I, you even know that? She wore shorts all the time. Get out of here! You're allowed to wear shorts when you work out. Blockbuster yeah, video. Yeah, yeah, you can wear. I, I wear shorts. I wear shorts for the time. I Blockbuster. I had like the shorts went below the knee. They had to be khaki shorts. But yeah, like she wore shorts and she had very coarse leg hair. She had um, <sighs> it's like I said. She I don't think she brushed her teeth that often. Come on, because like there was like thick, like pudding like oh up come on man on the teeth. Come on, man. People are listening to this and they're eating. I mean, I'm sorry, but I'm giving you the picture. This is the picture I have to, like, I have to see. I have to see this. It's worse than you're imagining. Okay. Like, yeah, I, I, no, I promise you're right. you it. You is. experienced it. Yeah. So, like, I remember I told you I smelled it before I saw her one day. Like, I was literally, like, on the counter shuffling. Um, Like, I was arranging VHSs because that's what we had. We still had cassettes mm-hmm. at that time. Mm-hmm. So, I'm arranging these things and I'm arranging DVDs because we have a few of those. We have some of those too. Right. I'm organizing them. And I just smell something. I'm like, Janae's here. <laughs> and I turn around and Janae is there. <laughs> like, I'm not even, like, I'm not looking, like, it's like, No, all, she's behind you. Yeah, it's like, it's a, like I felt like this this must, this must be like Wolverine is like. Like, this is what be what that is. Yeah. Yeah, so I knew she was there and she happened to be right there. Um, on top of that, like, I don't know if I ever told you about, do you remember, like, their late fee policy? Uh, not like exclusively basically their late fee policy was that you bring it in before when you if you bring it in before noon it's like like you have to bring it in before noon basically right okay so it's like if you don't bring it in before noon then you get the late fee or whatever right the thing about that was and the late fee was basically they like system would just re-rent the movie for you so if you pay like four hours and ten cents for the movie mm-hmm. then the late fee is like another four hours and ten cents but you also keep another week like it's just like you just re-rent it to you basically okay so the thing about that um about the system it was like there was a failsafe in the system that says like you don't really check in movies as late until after like two o'clock. Okay. So it's like you can bring in the movie at like one and still be okay. It still be okay because because okay. because we just know that like if you're busy, you may not be able to check all the movies in in time. Right. So they put that in there so you can check the movies in. So like if you drop in at twelve and you check out at twelve five, it's fine. Okay. 
So like we so like everyone in the staff knows this. Mm-hmm. The public does not know this. They do now. I mean, like if we go if you look at the one block where it's available. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like you go to that one and you'll know that for that. For yeah, that I now. know the rules here. Yeah. You're not gonna try to scam me. I flew all the way to Ohio knowing what the rules are to go to this one blockbuster in the entire nation. Now so let me rent the scent of a woman. Yeah, or legend of bagger vance. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, so and we knew this and the public did not know that we knew this. So whenever you're checking people out. And you have like to ring them up that has their late fee mm-hmm. on there. So, because they don't come in for the late fee, like, well, you come in again, then like say we had to pay the late fee. So, they'll come around again. The late fee will be on there. And you don't know how many people told me, like, come on, man, I dropped off at 12 30. And it's like, and they're yelling at you. Like, you, like, I'm like, that's why I learned the extent that people will lie to you. Just yeah. bold face. Like, they'll just lie to you and just fucking lie to you. Like, and they'll yell at you as if you're in the wrong. And it's just like, and I'm like, you're fucking lying. Like, yeah. why are you lying this much? Yeah. And they'll be in there screaming at me. I'm like, if you dropped it off at two, you're fine. Yeah. And I know this. Yeah. He's like, I dropped it off at so like you get. I'm like, they're they're making a scene and they're just fucking lying. How much is the late fee? It's like it's like I said, it's re rent. Like it's like four dollars and ten cents. Like usually like be like four dollars or something. Okay, like right. So it's like four dollars on top. So it's like you're renting something twice, basically. Yeah. But it's like you are lying. Mm-hmm. You are fucking lying. And you're doing all this and you're lying to me. It was so frustrating to just have to sit there and watch that happen. Like, you're just lying. And I know you're lying. <laughs> like, and I, I, and I can't say shit about it because it's like a trade secret. You can't tell them. I can't tell them, like, motherfucker, that's not true. Like, I, I want, you want, like, every part of you wants to say, like, motherfucker, you are lying. You can't do it. Like, you just watch them just yell at you. Wouldn't that be great if, like, you did, you did tell somebody one time thing uh, about the rent? It, rent fee and like it just so happened to be like an investigative journalist and then there was this big expose about blockbuster video and their rental fees and how it's all bullshit oh, that'd be great and then that was the downfall of blockbuster video that'd be amazing wouldn't that be great that'd be amazing now, they also want to do things too like at blockbuster where people will come in and like we like they will come into the to the you know i don't even remember they had the exit and entry door like kind of like far away from each other oh yeah they had like it was like a so you could like flow of traffic well, and that also because like people would try like come in, you couldn't leave out like, the exit entry door mm-hmm. because like people would just kind of come in like grab DVs and leave. Right. But like at the store that I was at, they had um like a like the fire exit mm-hmm. was like kind of like deeper into the store. So what people would do they would come in and they would just kind of like have like a, a garbage bag. They would roll the garbage bag out and they would just walk through the store and just put DVDs in the garbage bag. Really? And it, but, but it'd be like, we'd be all in the front, so they'll have it like in the shelves by the by the, by the the um, fire exit door. Mm-hmm. So they would just go and like fill the thing with bags. And then like at some point when the bag is full, they just like hit the exit door and just fucking run down the street. And like that happened a couple times. But And they don't want me like to go stop them. I'm like, no. <laughs> this blockbuster video look like no. a lick. The fuck like what 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 the fuck I look like trying to sell somebody to get some DVDs like I don't right. give a fuck about none of that shit. One time I don't care is like I had something I want to rent that day. Maybe that's, that's it. it. I don't give a fuck about your fucking DVDs. Like what do you what do I look like? Like RoboCop nigga, get the fuck out of here. I'm not <laughs> stopping nobody taking some goddamn DVDs. You can go fuck yourself. Like Blockbuster was very brazen and that and they would never close on week on holidays. Yeah. So like I would be there like on Thanksgiving and Christmas. I remember tell I remember they even told me that if you work Thanksgiving He'd be off on Christmas. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And I work Thanksgiving. And then Christmas come around, guess who's on the schedule? You. Fucking me. Like, I was just like. Ho, 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 nigga. Right. I was, so I was like, yeah, I was on some bullshit. So, and I was like, well, at least let me get New Year's off just to 
mm-hmm. just for just just for just for the sake. Because I don't even think New Year's is a real holiday for me. I was just like, I want this just for the, just to say like we honor some shit. Yeah. And New Year's, I'm scheduled again. Happy New Year, nigga. Right. Yeah. I'm on the schedule again, so I was like, and then I, I guess like a Super Bowl Sunday, I was like, um, it wasn't even like a holiday for me. I just like. I, I was watching Super Bowl and I was like, okay, like I worked all these holidays, yeah. including giving me the Sunday off. So I asked for Sunday off and say you work. I was like, no, I'm not. I'm two weeks notice. <laughs> like this is my two weeks. I'm not working on that Sunday. Fuck out of here. Yeah. So like that's that's how I quit. How, I, how old were you when you were working at Blockbuster? I was a senior in high school, so I was probably like, yeah, eighteen. Yeah, like seventeen, eighteen. Seventeen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's the worst place ever where I've ever worked. And which is funny because I was actually a janitor at Kroger at a time. <laughs> and it, it was, was not even worse than that. It was better than Blockbuster. Absolutely. I think my last, my worst job, um, my worst job was the job that I talked about on here about a year ago. Oh, shit. The job that fired me on New Year's Day, New Year's Eve. It sounds awful, though, man. Yeah, no, it was bad. It's like, it, in terms of like work job or work life relationship, worst one. <laughs> like easily at least with you know the serving jobs and the bartending jobs and the um the you know the brand ambassador jobs like i made friends yeah you know what i'm saying like i i have friends that i i, I still talk to to this day through those those places you know yeah i don't have any fucking friends from them it's a different energy when you work in a place that's full of lame ass bitches and mm-hmm. they make you look like you're the weird one and it's like, nah, y'all are lame as shit. Y'all yeah. don't even understand. Yeah. And that's exactly it. Yeah. So if you guys want to listen to that experience, you can go back, uh, what was that? Jan- like last January. It's called the one where Aaron takes a different avenue. <laughs> Do you have an education for the week? Uh, wait, I yeah, one other thing I had though. I mean, we're at 57 minutes, brother. Oh uh, man, um, I guess. Look, I guess I'm going to education to have a talk with America. Let's do it. Let's have a sit down talk with hey. America. Hey guys. Hey America. Oh, do you want some music on in this? Sure. Okay, hang on a second. Let me uh, queue up some. What do you? What do you? What, what kind of music are you think? You thinking something patriotic? Um, thinking something a little more heavy. Think of something as like interventiony. Like something that you would like, you know, like you have someone that's on like um that's just kinda wild and you just kinda wanna have to sit down and say, Hey, you need to slow this down, man. Okay. Hang on a second. I think I might have something for you. Something that might set the mood for you. Ready? Wow. This is it. Hey, America. Hey. Um. What? What are you? What are you? What are you doing? What are you doing? What? What y'all doing, man? What? What's it? What's it? What's happening out here? Like, how? I mean, what's really going on? I mean, what? What's going on with these Patriots, man? Like, this is just Veterans Day. Just passed. We ain't talking about Tom Brady and them. We ain't talking. We're just talking about the people that put their lives on the line for this country talking to you boy like the soldiers that put that are in that source first time i visited I put a video about that too just probably watch that okay yeah but it's like yeah yeah fought so hard for all this stuff supposedly you know like y'all we get five the flags with pride like the red white and blue 
you have them on the back of your trucks mm. and in front of your houses and like oh, them 350 dualies. Yeah, and it's just I thought this I thought y'all care about this place, man. Y'all don't look like y'all care no more, man. I, I just I, I could have swear because y'all were just talking about, you know, for the troops and arming the troops and you know supporting the and being prior in the stripes and all that just the patriot stuff like y'all nuts didn't drop <laughs> I, like y'all just put that all the way for for the orange and chief man like y'all just going to just flush all that you really putting it all out there for somebody who's built like a wet sack of onions got a terrible body is what i'm saying it's badly built built like a busted up jar of mayonnaise he looks like he, he looks like um some old soft serve he look like i don't know i gotta use the bathroom he, he, he look like he's like he's like a, he's like a tan peep it's i just i just i just thought that the price would be i thought when people talk about the fall of an empire i thought it'd be something bigger you know what i mean like it's usually something bigger in terms of like when you see like the roman empire fall or whatever i just don't think that y'all would let this fall over the guy the, the guy that was in home alone too i've seen worse fall of empires in clash of clans y'all saw bitch made like a bunch of bitch made softies America get serious just just do better that's all I can tell you because watch like watching America like watching the news is like coming home it, it feels like watching a Texans game like you're just like why would you do that why like that's you don't that's not the play to call on that you don't why why would you go th- why why it's like what's it's watching America is like they're just watching it's like watching a Texans game you didn't have to do that to yourself with no Deshaun Watson come home you ain't got to live like this let's do better let's do better and let's get free hmm? yeah real ones are gonna understand that they will uh, thanks guys for listening. If you are listening still, why don't you go ahead and give us a sub? Give us a subscribe. Sub. Give us a follow on Twitter and on Instagram at State Your Take. Check out our playlist, State Your Take list on Spotify. I got some good additions this week. Fucking excited. Cool. I, got, I got a few too. We got some, got some, got some jams. Got some Nikki jams. Sure. <laughs> and then check out our store, the State Your Takeaway store. Um, link in bio. You know what that means. Um, anything going on next week? I don't think there's anything going on next week that we need to talk about. Oh, if you're listening to this on a Monday, which would be the 16th, I think. Free shipping. Free standard shipping on everything on the state your takeaway store. So go ahead and take advantage of that. I think I think Corona's coming. Not not not, not the virus, but our friend. <laughs> our, our next week. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, that's how, well, let's hope he doesn't have Corona. I hope. 
like yeah, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything else that you want to say to the people? We love most of you. We don't care for the rest of you. Gator Productions.